0: Uh five on the floor, ride for my dogs. Well, here's the thing, you can check the score, hustle hard, couple scars, ram bubble frogs. Just like what said, say, you in trouble, yo. Cat the floor playing, got an all van, y'all seen the block, stop the one hand. And pack the trust, it's power have the guts. We here to bring the heat. Y'all can hang it up.
1: Welcome to Five on the Floor, a daily insider show on the Miami Heat and the NBA featuring Ethan Skolnick, Greg Sylvander, and Alex Toledo, plus others from the Five Reasons Sports Network.
2: Welcome to Five on the Floor Live. You're on the Five Reasons YouTube channel. I'm Ethan Skolnick. Follow me, Ethan J. Skolnick, and the Five Reasons Sports. I got Greg Sylvander. You can follow him at Greg Sylvander. Eventually, you're going to have Brian Fonseca in here with us as well. We're starting a little bit early before the end of this game because we know where this one is going. There's no grand comeback that's going to happen in the last two minutes. Miami Heat getting blown out on their home floor against the Philadelphia 76ers, who did not have Joel Embiid, who was a late scratch for this game. Credit to our Brady Hawk for breaking that news. This comes after the Heat won in Philadelphia. But as we've seen all season, it's one step forward and it's one step back. And that's what this looks like tonight. This was not a good effort from beginning to end. We're going to talk about it. With you here in the comments, Alejandro Villegas is our producer here on the YouTube channel. This will end up on the podcast feed as well. Of course, make sure you subscribe here to the YouTube channel and also somewhere where you can listen to our off day podcast, again, on the podcast feed. We do want to tell you about our sponsor it's here at the 5 Reasons Sports Network. We start with PrizePix. Use the code 5, F-I-V-E. Get your initial deposit match up to $100. You can download PrizePix from pricepicks.com the Google Play Store, or the Apple App Store. Go to PrizePix.com. Use the code five F I B E. get that initial deposit match up to hundred dollars. Again, you can bet the NBA on there, but also you can jump in there and, uh, and handle MMA, which is our guy, uh, Brian Fonseca handles some MMA and some boxing stuff for us. He just joined us here on the show. Go to PrizeBix, use the code five F I B E. get that initial deposit match up a hundred dollars. We'll tell you about our other two sponsors as the show goes on. But look, I, this, to me, this performance was summed up by one play. And it didn't even end up in a a Philadelphia basket. But James Harden took a three during the second quarter when the Heat were being outscored 37-15. to He missed. And James Harden, who is one of the lazier players in the league, (laughs) somehow managed to get his own offensive rebound off a bounce with Bam and others just standing there doing nothing. And Bam was not the big problem tonight. But to me, that just symbolized this performance. Uh, Totally disengaged. The role players were garbage tonight. There's no other way around it. Victor Ladipo had an awful, awful stint. The three of us talked about this on our playback feed. Uh, Caleb Martin had a first half in which he played 11 minutes. He had nothing in the box score except a turnover and a block. That's it. Uh, no, no points, no rebounds, no assists, and a minus 20. Gabe Vincent played one of his worst games of the season against a team he's typically played the best against. They got nothing really out of anybody. Kevin Love had a really bad stretch, I thought, early in the first quarter, his worst stretch for the Heat so far. But Greg, I, I guess here's the thing on this: we keep saying when are they going to take the season seriously, right? Where they're 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 consistently playing at a high level together, cohesive. But then tonight, like I'm looking at this, and I'm like, okay, so Bam and Jimmy were pretty good. Like they they weren't great, but they were pretty good. Combined to shoot 14 of 21 from the field. They combined for 36 points. And yet they averaged, I mean, they ended up with 27 and 30 minutes respectively. And they were on pace for that for 30 minutes after the first half. It's not that they got shut down when the game became a blowout. That's where they were headed. It just, I don't know. It's like this this team is playing for something down the road. I don't know what it is they think they're playing for. And I gotta say it, we talked about this on the playback feed because we are all Eric Smolster fans. I don't what what is he saving them for?
3: Yeah. And the the weirdest part about like how that went down is that Bam and Jimmy both went off the floor in this game. It forced them to into a zone that you have a you have a, a team full of players that you're integrating new faces, right? And so like zone is relying upon people kind of understanding where they need to be and stuff like that. A 20 to two run. I can't, I keep coming back to that. Like we, we can't escape that with Bam and Jimmy kind of off the floors when that avalanche began. And that was just basically, uh, it translated to them also only shooting what 25% from 37 of 28. So we're back to that again. So essentially this team, again, as we've been saying on this show, they are who they are. They're an inconsistent playoff contending team that is trying to just avoid the play in at this point. And it's games like this where it's just you, you see, without Embiid, this is a moment that you can capitalize. And they mm-hmm. just haven't been doing that this season. And I, the disconnected stuff in terms of that they know what the magnitude of this means. I think they're actually trying pretty damn hard. There's just, this group is not, it's ran its course, frankly, if, if we're really getting down to brass tacks about it.
2: Yeah, it, it has. And then there's others I haven't mentioned. Uh, Tyler Hero, another poor performance against a good team, uh, which has become a little bit too consistent of a trend this season. And the role guys, Brian, just looking like they're maxed out. Like, it's almost crazy. It's, it's like when when Vincent um, when Vincent, Martin, and Struce play well, they have a chance to win. And when the, it's like they all play well at once or they all don't play well. Struce wasn't bad tonight, but but Martin and, and Vincent were. The the transition of Martin to the bench, which I thought would be a great thing for them. It looks like I'm wrong about that, because he's not played particularly well since he's gone to the bench. But we talked about it on there. They cannot survive the non-Jimmy non bam minutes this team is not good enough this is not like when lebron and jimmy were uh i'm sorry lebron and Dwayne didn't play but you were anchoring your unit with units with bosh time like a future hall of famer who had had that role in toronto they're anchoring these units with tyler hero and victor oladipo and honestly depot's been awful lately like i, I just keep you so so i mean how how does that even work
4: So I'll say this too, um, this is is also bad from the standpoint of like, okay, so the reason I was a couple minutes late is because with New York Post, I was doing a recap of Knicks Nets, and that game ended early, and that's important for the Heat, because now the Knicks are gaining separation, and you're like, the Knicks are closer to catching the Cavs than the Heat are to catching the Knicks at this point, and the Knicks put 140 on the Nets, the game is still going on, it's 139-112. So, at this point, you're just hoping to get at, like, not be in the play in if you're the Heat, which was the case two years ago. And we all know how that ended. In terms of their role players now, I mean, <laughs> I must have missed the Haywood Highsmith minutes, but he played three minutes today. So, that was something. But, like, Caleb, uh, Caleb Martin didn't get a single rebound today. I don't know if you noticed that in the 25 mm-hmm. minutes that he was out there. Mm-hmm. That's something that was pretty indicative to me. Um, it was also a team low minus 23. Plus minus is shaky. I think tonight's plus minus, if you look at it across the board, kind of adds up to what you saw out there. Because the best one on the team, well, other than Hayward Highsmith, who didn't really play, was uh Cody Zeller and Kevin Love. The two new acquisitions, minus five team high, by the way. Um, like Bam had a good stats game and was over on prize picks. If you play that, use a promo code five. But like he he didn't really like feel that impactful, right? Like he kind of had a few jumpers late in this in the second quarter. And during their run in the third quarter, you know, scored. And the, the Ethan, you said it, the minutes without Bam and Jimmy really killed them on both stretches. And that was the game. And I think that Eric Spolstra just wasn't really hitting all the right notes today in particular, because I didn't think they could afford that. And, you know, this was a bad loss on a, on a night where the Celtics are going to beat the Cavs. Mm -hmm. The Knicks are going to beat the Nets you had a chance to actually jump up in the standings Mm and you didn't take advantage of it. Joel Embiid wasn't there. And after a decent first quarter, you just got punched in the mouth and never recovered. And I'm
2: looking at the Jimmy Bam numbers and they were the heat's two best players, but even there, there were holes. Um, They combined for eight free throw attempts. That's not enough from the two of them. Jimmy had three rebounds and three assists and one steal. That's not a Jimmy Butler box score uh it's just there's not enough there uh bam had eight rebounds two assists one steal no blocks minus 17. i mean those were their two best guys tonight and and that's what this still looked like and i I just i'm looking at the hero number and this is something i mean greg we are going to need to do a full up on him i just we you know the expectations have risen for him and he needs to be consistently good against good teams. Like I, you, he just has to be. And it, it, it's not enough for, I mean, four of 15, one of five from three. Vincent was zero of seven from three. So you're and, talking and one, Ethan.
4: Ethan, they were punking Tyler hero. Like they were just defending well, him that's, without see, like, like see, that's the thing.
2: That's when the he thing. gets
4: trapped in the third quarter and they just poke the ball loose and he's just over here to the referees. The and physicality, it's
2: like, the physicality is getting to him. And this kind of started actually with the Sixers, In the playoffs last year, Greg, but they escaped it. But the way that they guarded Tyler there has now carried forward. And Atlanta. No, I was going to say, it
4: started with Atlanta with with, with DeLon Wright. And then DeAnthony Melton, similar kind of perimeter defender. Yeah, It's it's these kind of dudes. It's like you throw length on him, length and quickness. Length and lateral quickness. You get physical with him, and that's sort of the book on him to this point.
3: He's shooting 41% in eight games in February on 19 attempts. So his attempts are up uh, mm-hmm. to his season average. And so like, I just think as we're not winded... really getting to
4: the line, right? Greg um, during that stretch.
3: Yeah. Let's see. Well, he only had
4: two attempts tonight. Yes. He made both.
3: Three free throw attempts, which actually was up from what he's been trending most of the season. So now we start a new month, right? And this is the big playoff <laughs> month and this is the big, stretch where we're really evaluating, can Tyler Hero be the third guy on this team? And um, I hate that it gets to that kind of very sports, hacky, takey kind of uh, narrative-driven conversation, but when you have players like Jimmy and Bam who have shown what they have shown this is clear that you need to completely revamp the players around them. I think all of the guards tonight, it was really stuck out like a sore thumb, like how bad all the guards were at once tonight specifically, and that can't happen. And Tyler has to be better. Um, So I, I, I don't know really what else to say other than, the way this t- thing goes, they'll probably win every other game throughout the rest of this. Cause that's just how this
2: happens. Right. No, but see, see, but I, I don't think so. And I, I think that, and I, 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 I had a very bad feeling about this homestand. Me too. I, I, I think I've expressed that on a lot of the podcasts. I don't, these long homestands are dangerous uh, for a team as inconsistent as the heat, because this is a fan base that is frustrated and is, is, is like trending more towards apathy the whole season than they are towards interest. And that is going to make for an ugly building. If they fall behind big on Friday against the Knicks, we've talked about, Oh yeah. You know, we, 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 well, we've talked about it. We've talked about the fact that that could become a Knicks crowd at that point. Um, the heat are no gimme to beat Atlanta. They're no gimme to beat Cleveland. I, I just, I look at them right now and I'm like, okay, who you know, you, you, we say the guard play was awful. It was the numbers don't reflect it. Oladipo was three of six. Uh, Shrews was five of 11. I mean, they both shot the ball. Okay. And they combined for 11 rebounds. They did some things off the bench, but if you, but the eye test was different. I mean, Max is not really a consistent factor. Now Oladipo was bad. I just, he just was bad. And I, I've been a big proponent of him, uh, during his comeback, but it looks like it's plateaued again. It looks like it's the latest setback, whatever, you know, it was, it looks like he's gone the other direction. And the starting guards were just terrible. And now we're at a point where it's like, okay, is Kyle coming back? Which is not something any of us wanted to say the way that he was playing previously. All right, we're going to get into more of this as we go forward. We do want to mention a couple more sponsors of the Five on the Floor Live postgame show. We start off with our friend Lynette over at insurancebylynette.com or A, aggressive insurance, go to insurancebylynette.com. Two N's, two T's. There's your smiley face. You can reach out to her there. Phone number's right there, 954-581-4800. Okay, that's, again, that's, excuse me, 8800, I always screw that up, 954-581-8800. She can get you life insurance, she can get you car insurance, any kind of insurance. If you have a bad driving record, she is the person to go to, and as you know, she's always here in the comments, as big a Miami Heat fan as you will possibly find. Also, reach out to our friends at ODM Performance Solutions, or ODMPSI.com, that's ODM. PSI.com. We've always talked about them, like if you run a business and you need uh, employees for your business, you should reach out to them, and you certainly should do that. But also, if you need a high-level job, okay, they can do that too. They handle the other end of that as well. If you're in Dave Broward or Boker, you're looking for any of the following positions, you should reach out to them. CNI lender, CNI credit, business development officer, or branch manager. Any of those positions or many others, you should reach out to them. They can assist you in finding a job. They work with notable banks, law firms, and even supermarkets, nationwide so reach out to them odmpsi.com that's 954 434 954-434-0634 mention five reasons when you do you can also reach out to them directly on email at info that's info at odmpsi.com this show is sponsored by better help what's the first thing you do if you had an extra hour in your day go for a run take a nap maybe check the stats of the latest miami heat game To get 10% off your first month. Again, that's betterhelphelp.com slash Miami Heat.
1: done
2: the odm performance solution of the game tonight Figure out the staggering of bam and jimmy um whatever we think of them as a duo because it does look awkward at times like we were joking on playback when like bam made a pass to jimmy we're like well when's the last one from jimmy to bam uh it does look awkward but as alex always points out their numbers are good together they're good together. Like they, they, I mean, you can't complain about what this team does when they play, but for whatever reason, Greg, Eric Spolscher does not want to play them big minutes, even on non-back-to-backs, even at home. He just doesn't like, it's not just Jimmy. Like it's, it's bam too. Like you're playing Philadelphia. Like you need this game. Like, I mean, to me, this is a game that both of them should be ticketed for 36 to 38 minutes. like, Spo didn't have a problem playing LeBron those minutes. Spo didn't have a problem playing Bosch those minutes. I mean Dwayne was monitored some. But I, I don't I don't really understand it. Like how did both of them go into halftime with 15 minutes? Like there's 24 minutes and a half. I mean that those those nine minutes that each of them was off the floor, and then when they were off the floor together was atrocious.
3: Well, and here's the other like thing is I'm looking at Bam's numbers. Um recently too like he's averaging like basically 34 35 minutes a game Mm -hmm. and like so at some point i think you have to ramp that up and i don't know that tonight was the night if we really dissect the way tonight went it became an avalanche of just garbage and they tried to make a comeback they you know bam was a part of that comeback in the second half and then eventually that fell flat i thought actually bam was Left in the game too long, like it was already over, and they right. had kind of still had him out there. And Jimmy was not on the bench for the entire fourth quarter, which our own Brady Hawk uh, mentioned is was for treatment for right knee soreness. Just so anyone who well, and and
2: and, and here's the concern there. Here's the concern there. Um That's oh the no, knee that he, that's the knee that he has the IT band issue. That's the knee that flared up in the postseason last year. That's the knee that's kept him out at times. It is not a surgically uh, repairable problem at the moment. This is the IT band issue. If you're familiar with the IT band, it kind of goes all the way up your leg, connects to the knee. Uh, you get some inflammation in there. You get some soreness, and it becomes very difficult to play with. And now what? So what? are we going to find out he's not playing Friday night against the Knicks? I mean, mm. I, I remember Brian there. I mean, Shut I mean, him down. Did...
4: Shut him, shut him down.
2: Well... I... <laughs> <laughs>
4: I did, well I, did not,
2: I did not think i get a DMX reference here on the post show tonight, nor did you think that I would actually know the correct reference uh, when you did that. So there you go, okay? At least uh, one of us has shown up tonight. I, I'll, just, I'll, I'll just close with this, Brian, as we go in, because I, I don't really want to talk about this game anymore. I appreciate everybody who's <laughs> commented. We thank like, our sponsors, PriceFix, <laughs> ODMPSI.com, and A-Aggressive Insurance. But, but I'll, I'll just say this. Um, uh, the fact that they're going to this game Friday night – so far behind the New York Knicks is, and, and then you look at the Knicks who made a brilliant move. We talked about it. The Josh Hart move was a brilliant, I loved it at the time. I love it more now.
4: I haven't lost since.
2: What would a Josh Hart have done for this Miami Heat team? Like that, he is a Miami Heat player. And it's just, look, you, you can't, it is it, it, very difficult to build a good house. Okay. You know, shopping at the flea market for the for the materials it it just is okay at some point you need to go buy the expensive stuff at home depot you just do like you you got you gotta you gotta to go to the high-end stuff to build your house and you know the knicks need a player like that and they deal the pick to go get josh hart who plugs like four holes for them at the same time and the heat are like hoping that like you know, buyout guys who both been fine. Okay. They've both been pretty good, uh, but buyout guys and undrafted free agents are going to get this thing back on track. And then they're, I'm and, then sick. Li- and then literally throwing them on the floor without their two anchors. I just I just don't, I don't understand it. Again, I was not there tonight. I, I hope somebody asks, well, if not, I'll ask on Friday. I don't know what the plan – who is anchoring that unit without them? It's not Hero. It's not Depot. It's not Caleb Martin or Max Struess. It's not, it's not Cody Zeller. It's not going to be Kevin Love. Like, you need a star on the floor at all times in this
4: league. You just do. I, yeah. and And the thing with Josh Hart is he would be your steadiest guard right now. <laughs> which, says, which says a lot about where we are with Hero. And not because of he's, not he scores, but because he makes defensive rotations and is probably the best rebounding guard of the league and has developed as a playmaker and can hit three-pointers at a respectable clip when he actually shoots them. And it's going to be a player that's going to be uh, a good role player on good team here, good team here, good team here, and play in multiple NBA finals. That's probably, that's probably his future, right? Um, look, I think... I, I'm already looking to June at this point, <laughs> whereas it pertains to the team, because I just like that's kind of where we're at right now. Like they it just feels and this is something we talked about in preseason. They can't afford a bad start. They can't afford bad vibes. These are the two things that like settled in early. And look, I said early on, you can't be worse than like 12 and eight after these first 20 games. You 12 and eight, you're fine. And they were like seven and 13 or eight and 12 or whatever mm-hmm. it was. Right. Like all these things has sort of has sort of bared out. And I'm at the point now where I'm looking at, you know, all right, maybe the Clippers will also implode and Paul George will shake free and you can figure out something there. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, that's those are the scenarios because I really do think because they didn't deliver at the trade deadline. They sat on their hands. I mean, they tried to make stuff happen uh, over the summer, but ultimately didn't pull off anything waiting for Kevin Durant. And everyone's going to know, regardless of how the season plays out, we know the upside has always been second round exit. I don't even know if we're near that at this point because they might fall into the play-in. But let's say competitive first round out. Um, and you don't want it to be to Philadelphia, and you don't want it to be to the Knicks. God forbid if they keep winning, right? So I think what you're looking at really is that plays out. And this summer, I, I'm expecting a big time shakeup. And people are saying in the comments, "Oh, is it going to be Bam or is it going to be Jimmy?" I don't think it's going to be either one. You guys no, know I don't, better than it's, me. It's,
2: it's, I, not, it's I,
4: I think it's going to be sweeping changes around Bam and Jimmy, around that core. And that means basically everybody else is going to be on the table. And I think that's what we're going to have to look forward to because, you know, the way they are playing, is just uninspired, low IQ, uncharacteristically. Mm-hmm. And, and just like they're just getting out hustled out, man, uh, the physicality is not always there. And all the things that exemplify, uh, as Greg knows, is better than pretty much anyone. Ethan, you as well. Miami Heat basketball. You're not seeing those elements at all with this team lately.
2: It's been a, it's been a rough season for Exposure too. I think that's something we need to acknowledge. This is it doesn't seem like he has a ha- handle on it, in the way he has in the past. Circumstances have have conspired against him in a lot of different ways, but he's usually able to elevate above that. It's not happening right now. It's just it's not happening. I don't think we got head faked by the win in Philadelphia. It was a good win. It was a good win. Uh, no, no head fakes at all. I, I I said they'd be two and four on this homestand.
4: Oh, that's the upside. See, I, I the wasn't story. that negative. <laughs> that's the upside. Because you, you're, you're probably you're, you're probably split the Atlanta one and you'll probably split the Cleveland one. That's exactly that's probably what you're looking at. Exactly. That's, what, that's, that's exactly
2: it. what I thought. I think we're headed for a two-and-four homestand. I think we're headed for two and four homestand. And that, that breaks your season in terms of being anything other than a play team. Thanks to Greg, thanks to Brian. Uh, We are tired
4: of watching this, and we're just (laughs) general. So, look, look. If if Jimmy has to sit out the rest of the season, probably not the best. The probably not the worst thing long term. You know what I mean? Like preserve yourself for next year, where presumably they'll try to go for it in the summer. We'll see. We'll see. All right. (laughs) Have a good night, everybody. Try to.
0: Thank you for listening to the Five on the Floor on the Five Regional Sports Network.